That's a little, it's a little scratchy today. I don't know what's going Ooh, on. Ooh, DirectX 12. Ooh. You're gonna get all, all the pixels. You ready for that frame rate? Is this when you strangle old I don't women? Know, yeah. I mean, there, maybe our I computer can crank it. it up, bro. Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, it's a good computer, but I don't know. <laughs> stressing it out. This pot. Oh wait. Welcome to uh, 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 piano wiry bowl of dude soup. What there it is. We're gonna play Hitman. Oh! Wait, what's the shit? It's not called the piano okay, wire. Is that what it's called? Uh, twine. What's, what's it called, uh, Joel? It's got a specific name in Hitman that it's always called. Garot, right? No. It's yeah. called something. It has. It's a word. I think it's the piano fiber wire. Fiber wire. That's it. Thank you, Adam. It's called a garot. I mean, I don't care what it's called. I was saying specifically in the context of Hitman. James Hitman. <laughs> I'm the only one who's seen both movies. Dwayne Garot Johnson. <laughs> You've seen both movies. Wait, hold on. Yeah, Have you I, seen either one in theaters? Uh, no. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> I know what they are. This episode is brought to you by three fine sponsors. YouTube Bread, Audible... Oh wait, this is the wrong doc. Wow. Fucking... Wait, wait, wait. All of us are off today. All yeah. I'm off. not. What have I done? Stay like You're just sitting there. Yeah. I don't understand no. why you open the app, but you have to no. manually refresh it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, audience. This episode uh, is brought to you by three fine sponsors. Uh, Lenovo, Squarespace, and Loot Crate. There we go. Because it's not last week, it's this week. That's what I heard. So thank you, all the fine sponsors, with we'll more from them. Yeah, right. I don't Soon. think so. Do we need this a new is, Lawrence? This is all it takes a, to take down all of humanity. We need a refurb. Just messes up by an hour. And we're <laughs> yeah, just that's true. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the it's the daylight savings time. It's just the sun. <laughs> that must be it. It's the can sun. A, it's the daylight a, savings. Can we get a clap sync real quick? One, two, three. Damn it. It fades. You don't need to. Never mind. He kept recording the whole time, is what Lawrence was gonna say. Yeah, you don't need to clap sync if it doesn't change resolution. Oh, I didn't know. Say if that. Did or not. I didn't know. If every week. Did. Say it every week. No, I know you say that, but we didn't know if it changed. One it of didn't. These days. Actually, you're, what you said doesn't change what happened. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so The Division's better than Destiny. We got our title. Whoa! <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. Actually, hold on, let me get Matt Peake. Matt Peake! Already? Yeah, already, get in there. <laughs> yeah, apparently. We're gonna talk about- We're talking about The Division. So, both Matt and I, uh, played shitloads of Destiny and all- and also The Division. Adam played a lot of Destiny. I've been playing a little bit of The Division. I'm in the middle of moving, so it's kind of hard to play games right now, but... I tried. On a Wi-Fi connection. I downloaded all 36 gigs or whatever. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I'm a saint. Where's my metal? So, we gotta compare and contrast this shit for the sake of the internet. And we're gonna- we're gonna solve this once and for all. Mm -hmm. Who- where the better video game is? Hitman. Hitman. Um, so the... I guess to start it off, in case people haven't played The Division, it's essentially almost structurally identical to Destiny. Uh, down to the point where it's like a pseudo-MMO, so it has MMO progression mechanics. There are player hubs, like the tower, where you can see other players, essentially in, mm -hmm. in The Division, every safe house you go to is yeah. the matchmaking hub of the game. Instead of a helmet that's on fire, though, you get like a baseball hat. Yeah, okay. you get a beanie that looks like every other beanie. But it's got plus... For strength or whatever, right? Maybe we'll get to it eventually, but how is the game aesthetically? It's like beautiful. Of, well, in terms of loot. Oh, not so great. Okay. Um, I would, I, yeah, I would say out of all the things that kind of make it not work as an MMO-esque game, is that the clothes don't look that different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're all shades of, like, olive drab. Just stats. I, yeah, um, basically. I think I got, like, the special pre-order edition or something, because I went to my, like, loot crate thing, or my crate, and it was like, you got all these things. I was like, oh, neat. And I was like, I had a SWAT jacket. It looked like a jacket. Yeah, it's a jacket. It's just a jacket. There are other jackets that it's are blue. either more gray or less gray. And ever so slightly more billowy. And ever slightly less billowy. 
Wait, this is the scene from the stupid movie. You're in here with me. I'm gonna kick this table, shoot my handcuffs, and kill people you while drowning pool plays. <laughs> it's all good. Matt, I you think... wanna get married? Uh, <laughs> I think the the clothes don't even have any bearing on your stats, do they? No, the They're just cosmetic. So there's there's a set of actual gear, which is like a vest and a holster and, uh, and knee, knee pads, and then you have aesthetic shit, which you get for giving people power bars and stuff. What? So if, <laughs> I love explaining this to somebody. So all right. So I've only played. I only played the beta. Okay. I played the beta, and I haven't played it since I have it, but I haven't played it yet, um, just because I don't think that I would have the time to put into it. But since it's mimicking this new MMO style, this mm -hmm. modern MMO style, and the cosmetics, they don't factor in statistically. Why aren't they better? That's a good question. Are they worried it's gonna throw off the aesthetic of the world? I think honestly that's part of it, and that's- that's maybe the one thing that seems a little strange to me about- about The Division. Uh, is that the world itself has a good look and everyone looks like they fit in it. Like, there's not somebody running around with flaming pants or- or like a- a cheese helmet. Um... But at the same time, the game- it, oh, is it yeah, locking up there? Good, good. Uh, but at the same time, the universe itself is a little- can be a little goofy? Some of the characters you interact with are a little strange. Like there's an out of there's like a an ex actor who so essentially you're in you're in yeah. you're in virus apocalypse New York, essentially. So this this virus broke out, it reduced New York to this like this state of nature type thing where there's trash everywhere, there are gangs and Just New York or Um I don't know if it's the world, to be honest. Hmm. The the game's Your plot, world is New York. Yeah, the game's plot so far is it you know what, fuck it, we'll roll it all the way back. So so the uh the concept is this this like variant of the smallpox broke out and as you play you kind of figure out that it may have been engineered or known about or or it's like a bioweapon that broke out. I'm still I'm still playing through the story but um so that broke out uh human populace decimated infrastructures gone. Um at the same time apparently there are these sleeper agents in in American society called the division that wear these cool little apple watches that light up whenever they're whenever they have to heed the call and, and save the American government from any threats to her sovereignty so essentially everybody gets real sick people start dying and then all these watches go off so all these sleeper agents which is you and me uh, grab our guns and get it hit the street and start shooting minorities in the face because they're heroes? shooting other people yeah because they're right. heroes somehow we're just average Joes but we're more highly trained than anyone else out there <laughs> pretty much yeah you have access to a progression system so and and this is the weird thing because I feel like when the game starts okay and I feel I feel like this kind of is is exactly the thematic schism in, in the division and this isn't even touching the gameplay or anything but so you have this the it opens with this montage that's pretty real like people yelling like cars on fire uh clips of news programs like uh, terror today in new york as more people are dying funeral pyres oh it's so terrible and then like inspirational music comes up and it's like there are a few select individuals who are there to protect America. And it's just like somebody chopping vegetables and then their light watches up and they're like, uh-oh. Well, then kisses his wife and then like grabs his gun and heads out the door. It has that ultimate cheesy moment where it goes, they are we <laughs> are the division. And yeah. Like, and then like music swells and it cuts to title screen and you're like, is this supposed to be like corny? Or re- like, realistic? And the, realistic. the game- mm, the Man. game kind of bounces between the two at will. It's, it's very cheesy with the intro, but once you're- once, as you said, once you're in there running around, everyone and everything looks like it belongs there. That's well, true. It, it is just a weird But then you get weird schmaltzy characters who- Yeah. Every uh, little safe house has a JTR officer that gives you side missions and stuff, and each one of those are their own- 
kind of goofy character. Yeah, there's some the, of them are kind of funny. They're I funny. The movie yeah. guy was really funny. Like the movie guy's funny. There's it, it, there's like one who is infatuated with your player character and it's like your little sidekick who wants to run around with you and shoot people. It, yeah. It's just a weird thing where the opening video is just so like everything is dire, everything sucks, and then the very beginning is like some guy with his family and his watch goes off. He's like, sorry kids, I yeah. gotta go. So it's like they're they still do. doing like kind of the cheesy Sam Fisher stuff. Your daddy's got to shoot some people in the face. It's just the difference is everyone's dead from a disease or something? Kind of, yeah. yeah. But uh, that that's kind of what factors into it, because I, I was chatting with somebody about it, and they were like, man, I just want a UFO to fly over New York and like drop, drop like presents of loot for people to run and pick up. And I thought about it and was like, yeah, that would make sense. And this like hyper-realistic Tom Clancy's game about, about post-apocalypse New York with like Vine governments or whatever. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it bizarrely is a setting in which I would pretty much buy anything, whether it's like a real human drama or an alien infestation, if it's like a timed weekend event. It's very bizarre what they've done. They stri struck a really interesting tonal chord with it. But what I think is even more fascinating than that, and I will, I'll stop rambling in a second, is that, uh, man, the, the interface in this game is pretty cool looking. Uh, uh, well, Hitman. Well, the motion graphics. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it is. Uh, so, the gameplay, such as it is, is, I think, Adam, you were saying it, it's essentially like Destiny, but what Destiny is to Halo, the Division is to Gears of War. It's yeah. like the hybrid MMO Gears of War style game. Uh, which, hmm. now that, now that, you know, I've heard it, makes a lot of sense about why I like it. Definitely, I, I noticed the carrot dangling and played a little bit last night, and it was like, okay, you kind of do the same four or five things over and over, and they're just kind of stringing you along, and you're getting slightly, it's a progression system, and like, it's there. Um, but it's funny, because I asked the question this morning, I said, is it better than Destiny? And Peak, you said... Um, oh, it's not worse than Destiny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll go else? a little Did more definite. I'll say it is better than Destiny. Okay. Um, uh... uh I hate to interrupt because Matt gets such a. No, I know no, people are going to yell at me for talking over Most you. Most of the time, you guys say already. I can say it better, so continue. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, it seems that when Destiny came out, most people's big problem with it was that it just didn't have the raw volume of content that they needed a game to have, mm -hmm. especially an MMO style game. And to a degree, I totally understood. It was like you had you had you know if you could fill up your hands with stuff, it had that much stuff. And you had to play that stuff over and over again, and the progression mechanics is what incentivized you to do that. Personally, uh, the way I felt was, Destiny is so fun to play on a moment-to-moment -moment basis, I don't really mind playing through the same content over and over again. Mm -hmm. um, especially when you can play it on hard, and that kind of changes experience. You can play with different people. Destiny, on the other hand, has gone like a half-step further into actually filling the world with content, even though those side missions are pretty rote themselves. They are all different, and they do have the barest touch of customization. It's sort of like... Like, you will go to a side mission, and... I played one last night where the side mission started with just, like, this dude running in, and I had to catch up to him, and he's like, We're gonna go save some hostages, you gotta come with us! And then you go with them, and you're, like, following all these AI dudes as they raid this compound. You're still shooting some dudes until the game tells you you shot enough dudes, and you get your credits, and and medical points and a schematic or whatever. Some some other side missions are a little more unique. Um, <laughs> good moves, Adam. Keep talking. <laughs> Don't look at me. They're all just staring at me. <laughs> Stay focused on the conversation. Um, there, is, there was one series of quests that I really enjoyed where uh, 
So there are these things called echoes in the game, and it's actually pretty brilliant. Essentially, you'll find this node, and then you hit use on it, and then it pops up this giant hologram of this event that occurred in the breakdown of society or whatever. Sometimes they're serious, sometimes they're a little lighthearted, sometimes they're just like an everyday charming thing to kind of remind you that this is New York and things happen there all the time. There was this one uh, mission set where you go through these echoes kind of chronicling what happens to an individual, mm. and you're moving through like a day in their life. So, you're, you know, you're at street level, you find an echo of this person going into a building, and then you go into the building, and then you find these other echoes like up and down the building as they're like going to different rooms and talking to people and then out into the street again. It was kind of a cool, cool little experience. It didn't involve shooting anybody. It was kind of story focused. You get experience for doing it. I was like, man, that's, this is the kind of variety that I was hoping to find in a game like Destiny that has this weird hybrid MMO single player multiplayer uh, stuff. And then it has the Dark Zone, which is a whole other, almost basically a whole other game. But, uh, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. It, to, to me, it feels like it's all the mechanics and the progression systems of Destiny, which itself is even almost like, like the progression systems of a mobile game, just ported up to the AAA space. Um, aww. Keep talking. About five minutes in, Adam's sta stabbing uh, He walked people. in on me. He did. It's his own fault. Uh, but yeah, it's been, the Earth has been salted with content. Which, uh, even though the content itself is not, not just like super tailored, it doesn't all have like voice acting and mocap and and intricate stories. Um, it's still there. There's a lot of dots on the map, and in that way, it's a very Ubisoft game. Uh -huh. It's kind of like Assassin's Creed. So, you look at that mini map, and it's just. Yeah. So, Go ahead. I I was just gonna. So for my casual, like I played some Destiny, obviously, and I've played some Division, but not nearly as much as the rest of you. My casual observation is that they are basically the same thing. And everything you've described that y you say makes the Division sound unique are th things that I feel like are in Destiny as well. Hmm. And, like, it's just like another way of... It's just another way of coloring it, kind of. And so I I'm curious, like, what are the reviews like for the Division? The So there's some early ones. They're... they're the early ones that I saw at a glance, and I didn't haven't read most of them because I said so the most telling is giant bombs gave well, it four to five. Well, uh, well, okay. I mean, Adam, Adam and I are going going to do an in review on it or try to soon. So I didn't want to like taint my opinion by reading other critical oh. critical uh, write ups of it. Um, taint, for, taint is the wrong word. Maybe influence. You don't want to touch a taint. Yeah, <laughs> rub my rub my nose in it. But it seems it seems to be getting reviewed well. Um, mm. Which Destiny got reviewed well. It just got some like, internal community hate and stuff, and I wonder if that's because of all of the hype. That was a huge it's factor. Like, I mean, like, yeah. even that's people, what we said at the time. Destiny was actually reviewed fairly low for what yeah. I believe Activision was expecting. Well, it missed that bonus mark, or whatever. wasn't it supposed to, oh, it was supposed yeah. to get a bonus or whatever. Oh, but, like, man. it's weird because it, it feels like it's just less The only difference here is hype. People were not expecting Division to be I don't know about that. A lot of fun. You can go into the division. There is genuinely more content in the division, whether it's illusionary or not. Uh, and but what do you mean by more? I don't understand what you mean by more content. There's, there's more. There's more stuff to do, and and it's weird to put it that way. But so I would the way I could strike it is. Uh, did you play Assassin's Creed One and Two? Yeah. Okay. Um, a big complaint people had in Assassin's Creed One was there wasn't enough stuff. Like. Oh, there's only three or four types of submissions, and then the assassinations, and then the game's over. And then, yeah, I can climb all the towers and collect all the little bits of light. But people wanted more things. So uh -huh. in Assassin's Creed 2, instead of... It was essentially the same game, 
it just played a little faster. And then instead of having like four different kinds of submissions, they they made the icon different. And they made every submission have a different framing device, but it was the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just the illusion of variety. And okay. I think that's what Destiny is, or sorry, The Divisional is a lot better at selling okay. over Destiny. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I totally get that. Because that's, I, for me, when like Black Flag, came, Black Flag came out, there was a ton of things to do. More yeah. things than Assassin's Creed 2 or any of the two series. But I actually liked it less because it was meaningless. Yes. Hmm. Well, I mean... It's weird, though, because it also seems like... Uh-oh. And it's, per- it's and totally personal, starts. but... It's totally personal, but the things that I f- would find meaningful in a game like like this, oh. like an MMO like this, would be super cool weapons and super cool aesthetics and things like that, but it sounds like The Division is lacking that <clears throat> compared to Destiny, hmm. to my own personal preference. Sure. You, your, your soldier man will not look significantly more badass at level 30 than he or she did at level one. But my hat. You will get a different hat. <laughs> I uh, get, this is, this yeah. was what I kind of, uh, I've only been playing the game briefly, and so like, but I've said this before, I think you can play a game for about 15 minutes to an hour, and you get the basic gist, because you're going to be doing those things for the next few hours. <laughs> it doesn't all of a sudden become a motorcycle sim. Not Final it, Fantasy 13. Oh boy. Not Battletoads. You had to play that for 25 hours to get the gist. But I'm saying you get the you get the the main concepts of what a what the gameplay is going to be. So it's yeah. like if you like the third person cover mechanics and like it's called the game loop. It, yeah, yeah, exactly the game loop. And like um I forget who talked about it, but like Bungie, one of the guys at Bungie would always talk about like the 30 seconds of fun. Or no, sorry, it's Cliff Cliff Blazinski was always mm. talking about like you need that 30 seconds of fun. You need that 30 seconds of fun. And it's like, yeah, of course. That's that's what keeps the needle going in the arm and that's what keeps you Keeps you going. So, like, I think, for me, I'm like, do I like this or do I not? And, like, in my mind, if you did make the comparison, I personally prefer the Destiny style uh, first-person shooter. Like, James, you and I were kind of talking about this. Like, the um, the sort of, like, cooldowns and, like, the powers and stuff like that. Like, the gameplay in Destiny is solid. Um, everything else around it's just a little shallow. Because um, they got, like, one part of the game really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, you're kind of just grinding and doing the same eight things over and over because there's not a lot in the game. Mm-hmm. Destiny feels like, oh, no, I'm sorry, Destiny, God, I keep calling yeah. this fun yeah. game. I, yeah. You guys both are, even, yeah, even when I'm playing the game, yeah. I think Tom Clancy's the Destiny. I'm like, wait, no, that's... <laughs> He's the Destiny. Uh, um, but, yeah, and then The Division seems like it has more content, but it still breaks down to you will be doing the same... You'll be hitting the same six buttons over and over, doing the same thing over and over, and getting behind the same cover. You'll just be getting a slightly better gun, slightly better scope, slightly better this. So it's like, it's sort of... Slightly, same thing. Slightly different part of town than the exact same mission, mm-hmm. which I think for me, part of it is, and you're right, it is the same thing, except uh, the Division feels with more dots on the map that it is different. I think part of it is because in Destiny you could have a sparrow to just ride around and get some get to something really fast, whereas everything in the Division is on foot. It takes a long mm. time to get there. Granted, you can fast travel, but that combined with more dots in the world that are just slightly different from the last one in a slightly different part of town. It does a good job of disguising or feeling like there is more content. And and there fundamentally is, so... There is, yeah. And in Destiny, pretty much the only thing the open world would get you is you could find dead ghosts, and you could find crafting materials. That was essentially it. It was not really crafting. 
Yeah, well, the stuff you have to cram into your gun, the spin like metal. spin metal and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and even that like changed at one point. I think I don't even remember. Well, there was also bounties. You used the overworld to complete. That's the true. That is. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so I, there were side quests essentially. Yeah, I will say that they were very smart with Destiny in the sense that they they had a smart way of implementing you get you to do the same thing over and over. Yeah. Um, which I was hoping Halo was going to do, and they didn't. So there's not a lot of reason to go back and play the single player. Um, That's true, yeah. And I was kind of like, oh, it'd be kind of cool if they gave you a reason to, like, go back through daily and to get, like, you know, rec packs and stuff, but clearly there's a multiplayer team, there's a single player team, so, whatever. Um, the, uh, real, so, the, just to conclude the previous point, Division does have more stuff in the world. It does justify its open world a little better. There are, like, cell phones on the ground, there's a lot, there's just a lot of things to pick up. And it's not just, like, you got, you got two out of twenty things, each thing has a, a bit of narrative value to it. So whether it's just like a text message from a phone or or like an audio log of, of like a video that kind of just shows you a little more of the world They did they really did try whether or not this is valuable to you as a player is can can change but they really did try to make To add a little value to every little trinket that you can pick up. So, you know, that's cool <laughs> It's world building stuff a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it, it kind of yeah. fleshes out the world which to my previous point and This is what makes it so weird I don't really have a fix on the tone of that world, because it can alternate between being really dow dour and sad, but also kind of human and quirky, which I guess is kind of a neat thing. It's not- it's not Last of Us. Like, it's not just sadness everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, so let me ask the devil's question. <laughs> which is not necessarily something I care about, but I feel like people will ask. The title of the podcast, yes, let's get to it. Um, how long is the single player campaign or whatever? As I think long it, as you want it to be. Depends. Nope, on, yeah. Nope. Because oh. that—that's not. That's how. That's the answer you could have given for Destiny, but that's not the people. That's not the answer people accept. Never it. ends. Do you it's want an an ongoing adventure? How long adventure. until they stop giving me the new story or whatever? I think it's once you max out your home base, really. I think, uh, yeah. Once you've done. There the are. Main, there are. The main. There is a the story. Story missions, yeah. yeah. And how um, how long does that take? It, it depends on how fast you level. Yeah. Uh, which depends how good you are at at like shortcutting the meta game of leveling. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. you can, and that's that's some some a lot of people find that enjoyable is to figure out how to. Uh, oh, Adam, why? There can yeah, only be one hairstylist. You just can't do. You're just not high enough level. So I mean, you could party up with people that are high enough level, that could- that could work, which I would recommend play with people. I was playing by myself for the, about the first 15 hours, which is fun. Just fun exploring, fun no, getting used to the game no. and everything, but- Oh, shoot. With a sword. I'm a hitman. No! <laughs> but, uh, but after that, one random guy uh, joined up with me and we played and it was way more fun. You can be so much more tactical with your encounters and uh, you can- you can- get through a lot of things and uh, get XP a lot quicker with even just one more person as opposed to yourself. But how long does it take? I would say, I would say if you're gonna solo it, um, and you can, and it's still pretty fun. Mm -hmm. 15 to 20 hours? 15 to 20 hours to like... Just to maybe get to level 30 and play all the, all the main okay. story. Alright. And then, but that's not even... That's like, a conservative guess. That's conservative. A little bit more, yeah, but... Yeah, it's 30, 30 is yeah. a level cap, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I did it last night, and I got to a part that was like a level 7 area, and I'm like a level 5. And I was getting through it pretty good, and I got towards the end, and there's like a final boss guy, which they're yeah. all just bullet sponges, which yes. is fine. Yeah. That's how the game works, Especially I get it. playing on hard, damn. Yeah, it's like, 
Well, I guess this guy takes 30 headshots for some reason, even though he only has a hat got on. that white health bar. I get it. It's an MMO, or it's, a, it's an RPG-style thing. I get it. It's just borrowing a bunch of game mechanics from different things, and that's just how it works. There's really no rhyme or reason, you know, why he can take some well, bullets to the fucking head. Oh, that. Other than he's a higher level than you, but... What bothered me was, I was in the middle of this thing, and I kept dying over and over, and then finally I'm like, okay, I got it. This is kind of a hard part, but, um, this, this makes sense to me. Uh, and then it said, server going down. Um, <laughs> Sorry, so I'm pretty I don't know if I'm still there or not, but yeah Yeah, the MMO launch jitters have been kind of interesting especially in a game that doesn't need to be an MMO. Nice job. Oh, Hitman. no, he died uh, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I was just curious. So so speaking okay. speaking of other games that are in development, okay um, This is this is something we've been checking in on every so often Lenovo is running their uh, game state program in which they have partnered with uh, 12 industry veterans a lot of whom are ex-blizzard actually at uh, Dark Rift created tower defense game and uh, you know these guys are they're developing it on Lenovo Y series gaming computers Which is pretty cool. We got to mess with one for about 10 minutes it seemed pretty neat um, But the final mission of this program is here. So the program itself is essentially uh, It's almost like crowdsourcing development kind of a new way tying it into social media and all that um, Essentially you can go to LenovoGameState.com to check in on the development of the game and also chip in on certain development milestones. So we're up to mission four, called Rain Down Her Wrath. Um, I, God, I love this description. Gwen, the vengeance-ridden tribal-killing Grand Marshal, needs your help to set up her final blow. Essentially, you get to, uh, design, name, and even submit some voice acting for her final attack. Uh, Adam, if you had to design a final attack, what yeah. would it be? Uh, glancing blow. <laughs> You intentionally miss, and then somebody is so humiliated that they just decide to stop fighting. They feel bad for me. Yeah. And they go home. So what would be your catchphrase? What would you scream out every time you perform um, this attack? Uh, uh, James, help me out here. I need it. What's a All good, right, I put you good on good the catchphrase. spot. Um, I'm not good at... Um, smell this. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah. So I go, smell this! And then I fall over. And I'm like, oh man. Yeah. Put that in the game, please. <laughs> Money now. So if you, if you think you can top Adam's, Adam's humiliation attack, and smell this as an as an intimidating battle cry. Please submit. Please submit your content using the hashtag #GameState, either to Twitter or Facebook. Um, and the winner will have their their line recited by Michelle Morrow. Uh, so that's cool. Why do I know that name? She she is popular on the YouTube's. Adam. That's what it is. Yeah. Did you think of somebody else? No. It's like a Good Morning America anchor, Michelle. Yeah, Morrow. I know all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> Good morning, America. Uh, but you can go to uh, Lenovo Game State and uh, take on Mission 4, Rain Down Her Wrath. We've also got a link in the description, so check that out. But yes, please submit your catchphrase, your your attack design. Um, I still think mine's the best. It was a it was a laser grid that would shear somebody's clothes off, leave them wearing assless chaps. Utterly humiliated. Oddly, uh, both of our attacks are about being humiliated on the, on the battlefield. Strange. Something about us. Interesting. <laughs> So yeah, thank you Lenovo uh, for sponsoring this podcast and best of luck to Dark Rift and their as yet to be titled game. We thought it was called Dark Rift for a while, at least I did. Turns out it wasn't. Whoa, you get to- oh. It sounds like a game. I thought you got to uh, eat the hors d'oeuvres, but apparently you just poison them. Wait, do you have poison? How are you gonna poison it without you to, poison? You have to load up with poison. Man, Hitman- I'm just getting an idea of the game. Hitman looks good in a t-shirt. Agent like 47, whatever. Yeah. He looks like a sexy baby. I don't understand why with Hitman they don't just pass out a bunch of things that say if you see a bald dude with barcodes on his back. Yeah, really. Yeah. Just like they're not known him. in the world of Hitman. <clears throat> they're um, they're silent. 
Suspension of um, belief. Belief? Disbelief. I, I don't know. I, I think I, I obviously think I need to play the division more. It takes for, a while to wrap your head around it. For me, it's just like, if you're gonna ask me to commit a lot of time to these games, I want some sort of visible reward. Uh, some sort of visible, like, obvious thing that I have achieved something. And I think that Destiny did that really good. As ridiculous as a flaming horned helmet is, yeah. when you see that dude cruising around, you're like, shit, man. He fucking knows what's up. And and the guns weren't that diverse. They kind of had the Borderlands thing where they tweak stats and things. And yeah, the, the bullets like bounce off walls or whatever. But aesthetically, they look the same. But I did feel like one of the things Destiny did really well was have crazy cool capes and giant armor and you had boots that looked like they'd been ripped off a of bison and like weird shit like that. Yeah. One of the hardest things for me will just be comfortable knowing that my stats are higher. You know? Yeah. Like, that's, for me, that's just like a personal thing. I want to be able to just walk into a room and be like, oh shit, Yo, look fuck. at that. Like, oh fuck me. That's a really good point. Um, and, but again, that's totally, that's totally my thing. I, I, I think that the, the gameplay that I've played of it is a lot of fun. When we just went into the dark world and were just like running around causing trouble, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, the, the gameplay is really tight and really good. Um, and I feel like I have a better chance of being good at it than I did at Destiny, which, you know, has the first-person shooter kind of yeah. thing to it. Um, but I, uh, I don't know. I think, I think I need some... I'm not asking for DLC for the game already, but <laughs> I need something. I need them to put in something that makes it feel a little bit. I'm just tired of the drab, the I, drab, boring, real like hyper realism type of things. I I want to go into a fantasy realm and I want to do see cool stuff and see. I don't know. It's the same thing as picking like a Call of Duty over an Overwatch. Okay. I'll pick Overwatch every time because it looks different. It like mm. it shows me a world that I couldn't necessarily experience. I hear you. If I want to buy new knee pads, I can just go to a store and buy new knee pads. <laughs> um, but again, I'm still going to try it. I still want to play it and experience it for myself. But yeah, it's much more grounded than a space fantasy type thing. But mm -hmm. I will say, progressing so far, you do feel getting the different guns and then getting one you like that is actually, oh, I'm going into this new zone that's the level I'm at now or slightly higher. And you get a new gun, then it can actually do some damage in that zone, feels pretty good. And you get, as of course, the mods for the gun slightly progress too, that's a bit more stable and all that. That does feel good, again, very mm -hmm. grounded. Mm -hmm. And then eventually, um, some of the mods for your abilities are pretty cool. Like I finally just unlocked, now my turret. The turret's really fun, by the way, because you can just throw it, especially if you're by yourself, you can throw it and use it to flank and then it's a lot of fun, but now mine can do can shoot flames. Oh yeah, okay. Shoot, I had a teammate that had one of those. Shoot electricity and all this other stuff, <laughs> so that's pretty fun. And then all the other abilities can get modded at some point too. I was gonna ask about that because the abilities no one had mentioned yet, but I feel like that is potential where it's like, oh well, you see some dude roll in, he has a drone that's shooting fire, then it's like, oh okay, this guy obviously knows what he's doing or whatever. But the, yeah. what is it? It's there's an armor ability, sort of. There's, there's so like a, those a recon were attack ability and then a healing and medical. Yeah, right. there, there are. Yeah, there are. Oh shit! Why oh, you brain that guy? So there, are, there are three different He's trees just... basically, and and unlocking those abilities and the mods on those abilities is tied to upgrades at your base. Mm -hmm. So it's bizarre because now there are like three different progression systems. There's your level. There's your dark level. Mm -hmm. 
and even beyond that there's like your contamination level which mm -hmm. boy it gets it gets in the weeds but the your home base has three different wings that you build out by using supplies that you get for accomplishing missions tied to that it's a little assassin's creedy a little yeah yeah um, except it's even more subdivided because in Assassin's Creed you just spend florins or whatever local currency to upgrade your base. This has three different currencies that you earn by completing the three different mission types. And then it's, it's kind of cool because it allows you to kind of specialize if you want to be a healer or a support. Mm -hmm. You're probably going to build out your health wing first. If you want attack abilities, you're probably going to go security. Um, and then tech is, uh, tech is like mostly the turrets and stuff, I think. Um, no, no, no. It's more like, uh... It's the sticky bomb? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, no, tech is... Tech is the turret, the sticky bomb, the little tracker grenade you can throw That's out. right. Security is like the shield, the riot shield. Yeah. You can put up cover that enhances your cover and enhances your damage, and then there's deployable cover, yeah. and I haven't unlocked the fourth one yet. I don't it, know what that is. It's, use, it's loosely based on, you know, the holy trinity of MMOs, healer, DPS, and tank. Mm -hmm. um, and to me... Except it's mostly classless. It's mostly class... like, everybody still has guns and they all shoot, but uh, I, what I think is gonna happen, where I, where I see... You can play The Division as, as like a Ubisoft open-world action game for a while. Like, and you can probably get $60 of entertainment out of that, especially if you like that kind of game. And then it becomes something else. It, it almost becomes a twist on what Assassin's Creed multiplayer was, where you can have a group who all have different abilities, and then you can combine those in different ways. Uh, and then you can have a player who's specialized. So you can have the guy who's the healer on your team. Like, he comes and revives people, he throws out health packs. You can have the dude who sets up defenses. Like, I'm gonna set up my turrets and sticky bombs here to make sure we don't get flanked. That can be that person's job. The other guy can be the one who sets up shields and stuff so you can protect yourself while you're extracting gear from the dark zone. It's it's all meant to to be that. Like, I can see the design behind it. I don't know if it actually plays out that way yet, though, because mm -hmm. I don't have, like, I don't have a running crew for the dark zone yet. Yeah. Um, I'm not that high level. I'm still going through kind of the early game, so... What level are you, by the way? Oh, I meant that. Uh, so. 15. Ooh, I gotta catch up. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <sighs> Dark Zone buddies. It moves pretty quick once you get into it, man. Once you get into the flow and you're just knocking down side missions. It... It's hard to solo. It was not very easy. No, uh, I, yeah. I've been having an okay time with it. Oh. I was having an okay time <laughs> cool. at first. Dragging the bodies around. I got to certain areas even though that even though I was level appropriate for those areas, I was having a really hard time doing it by myself. So I don't know if it was just maybe certain encounters or not, but um yeah, that's once I hit about level 15, 16, things started getting really tough oh, for me. Oh, well, so that's where I'm at. Uh-oh, Lawrence. Uh-oh. <laughs> Never go back and hey. play it again. Now, join up with people. It's a lot, and yeah. just the amount of, oh, you know, different tactical setups you can do is great. Or not, you can just all do whatever, too. Kind of where I'm at in the division right now is... <clears throat> I'm... It, to me, it seems like it's, it's maybe... It's two pretty big games combined into one. <clears throat> Excuse me. And in the same way MMOs will have a PvE and PvP game mechanic that cross over a little bit, like the progression from one will also progress in the other. Uh, that's kind of what The Division is and also what Destiny was. Except that I think it's more enjoyable as a single-player experience, or even as a co-op experience, than Destiny was. Um, just because there's more stuff. That's kind of where I'm at. Right now. But that can change. That's why we haven't done the end review yet. Because it's such a big game, I want to make sure I really wrap my head around every aspect of it. Um, but still, this is, this is, I think... This is a step towards the kind of game that people hoped would exist by now, right? 
like the massive world with just shitloads of stuff to do. Yeah. And it's just so, it's so still, cool. It still feels a mile wide <clears> and <throat> deep sort of thing, where it's like, which is, it's, it's okay, because I, I always preach this, I mean, games need to be fun. And it does seem to be a fun game. They, I think they probably took out a lot of fluff. That would have been there, and they just said, it's like kind of like Fallout, where they're like, okay, let's just take all these things away that our metrics are showing no one's even touching, and yeah. just make a fun game. And it seems to be fun. Like, I'm, I'm enjoying it, but it's sort of mindless, whereas like, like, the, another game we've been playing a lot, Overwatch. Oh, that game, it's, it's a different type of beast. It's more like Team Fortress, and like, I find myself going more into that, because it's just different kind of fun. Like, James and I played a couple more rounds last night, and it's like, it's fun, even when you're losing, it's like, well, take the loss and still have learned something. And I ended up playing as like Tracer, I was like having a great time. I was mm -hmm. like just learning the game differently. And it's like it plays so differently than everything else. I don't know. Well see, I wonder I wonder if you get really get into the dark zone aspect of it. Like you get a team and you spec out and each person has their role and the particular skills they've individually tailored to complement how your team plays and operates together. And then you guys just roll around, just just a wrecking crew in the dark zone, because everyone else is kind of scattered and not really playing together all that well. I I just can't. I've cool. just had a gaming epiphany. Oh, what's that? What's that? As a personal gaming epiphany, I just think I get really bored of myself. Hmm. So anytime a game ah. asks me to put my heels in the sand and double down on whatever gameplay style I I like or am expect or picked from the beginning. I'm gonna get bored of that game ten times faster than one that has options to let me switch around. Okay. So, like, a game like Overwatch, uh. you can learn how to play Reinhardt. Mm -hmm. But then you still have, what, 20, 20 other characters no. to choose from that you have to learn again? Like, well, I'm into Smite as well. I will never... There are characters... I've played, goddamn, probably like a hundred hours of Smite. And I, I have still not... There are characters I've never played as. Ever picked. Even in practice or anything, mm -hmm. and it, that that appeals to me because I know that I can never get bored of whatever I've whatever I've picked. So like I, that, what you're saying sounds really cool. Having a team that fills everything out, but ultimately, I think for me, there's going to be a point where I'm on that team and I'm like, I am so bored of throwing out health packs. I am so so tired of throwing out health packs. And I also think that was kind of something that worked worked against Battlefront. Ah, is like Battlefront. You, know, you never really could change that much. It's like, you couldn't just be like, I'm going to be the pilot now. I'm going to uh. be like the like this person, not nearly as much as, like say, a battlefield or whatever. But it's just, I think, this, and this is, again, this isn't a criticism on The Division or any other game. This is just some an, a gaming epiphany I had for myself just now, is I really, really get bored of whatever I am or whatever I'm asked to be for an extended amount of time. I like games that let you just mix it up and learn something yeah. new, and mix it up and learn something new. Well, that was the thing, like, uh, I was talking to Bruce about this, but, like, we were talking about just, like, one of the characters in the game is called Tracer, and she has a warp ability, and it's almost like anime, where it's just, yeah. like, it's insane. It's Dragon and, Ball Z fights. And it's, it's the sort of thing where it's, like, high risk, high reward, but then also, like, it's just sort of like you just jump in, kill people, then you have a rewind time ability. And, like, once you start to kind of learn the character and you learn how to play it, like... It becomes a different game, and like I was having a tracer versus tracer match uh, last night, and it, it, it is freaking anime. It's just like it's just two characters warping around, and like I just I can't get that in other games, and like that's sort of what I'm kind of why I'm addicted to Overwatch right now is like you get that sort of experience. But then so. we played another match, and you were Symmetra, Symmetra yeah. and you were putting down teleporters, and I was a giant gorilla leaping around, you know, firing electricity. <laughs> so I don't I, I don't know. It's weird. It's and again, it's. I could totally see people being like, oh, well, it is a change for me, because when I get this new weapon, 
like now I've changed yeah. it up. Now I'm excited to change it. Then sure. and that is that you're you're exactly right because I was trying to think what's the closest analog in the division because no matter what you're going to be crouching behind cover. Mm -hmm. You're going to be sprinting around and throwing out health packs. You can roll. You can roll. Yeah, you can do the Gears of War dodge roll. You can do the roadie run. I mean, essentially the the move template from Gears of War is there, except mantling over and, and meleeing. I kind of wish it had that. You can mantle. You can mantle, but, like, Gears had the thing where you just, you, like, if somebody's on the other side uh, of cover, you just jump over and boot him right in the head, right, which is right, pretty right, cool. Yeah. I mean, uh, D uh, Division has blind fire over cover, which is enough, but, but yeah, the, the experience of playing with, like, a marksman rifle or a shotgun in the Division is pretty fundamentally different. Mm -hmm. And the way you have to move around and approach enemy types, and, uh, it's funny, you had a personal gaming epiphany. I did as well. Uh-oh. Um, I, I realized that... Even though I never explicitly contradicted myself, I essentially did not yet realize the fact that it's kind of shitty of me to, like, like old classic games like Doom or even arcade games like Geometry Wars or Robotron. Like, I love those kind of games. Like, simple, simple game types that have unlimited skill ceilings. I'm not gonna say that The Division has an unlimited skill ceiling. Maybe in the Dark Zone it does, because you're playing against other human beings, but... Um, essentially, The Division is a retro game. Because it's got the third-person shooting mechanic, and then it has five enemy types that it throws at you, all of which behave in a very definite way, and they even have icons over their heads to tell you what they are. So if you see a little lightning bolt man, you know he's going to run at you, and he's going to have a shotgun. Um, there are other dudes who have shields and melee weapons, and they're they're berserkers. They charge at you to try to roust you out of cover. Mm. There are snipers who have a little sniper icon over their head. So once you start playing enough, and you start getting used to these enemy behaviors, then you start to size up an encounter, and you're like, okay, there are three snipers up there and two two guys here, so I'm gonna sweep over here so the snipers don't have a line of shot on me, take out these ground guys, then move from cover to cover to get up on these snipers and take them out. It's sort of similar to if you're playing something like Devil Daggers like we were playing the other day, or something like Geometry Wars. You're like, okay, I've got a lot of these little green squares who are gonna chase me, so I have to move in this particular way to take care of them, and then take care of these other targets that are not as dangerous or high priority. Um, it's just interesting to see how game concepts that worked in the 80s still work now. Oh, it's just a lot prettier, yeah, and there's a, a huge leveling mechanic behind it. There's no high scoreboard, but you do get a better beanie. It's just kind of interesting to see how that, that shit happens. Noticed. Um... Fuck. <laughs> but if you would like to share your beanies, you can do so on the internet! By developing a professional-looking website with Squarespace. Uh, you can beanie.squarespace.com uh, Squarespace is a pretty, pretty great set of tools to help you design a professional website. One of the things that I bring up a lot is if you are, if you're in school, or maybe in college, and you wanna, you wanna show yourself off, uh, make a portfolio website, man. Um, cover letters are fine, but especially in media, or if you wanna get into games design or anything like that, it's much easier if you're going to a job fair or something like that to just give somebody a business card with an, uh, a uh, website on it. And then they can go there to just see everything. And if it looks great, that's uh, a good first impression. You can't really ask for more than that. So, if you're if you're looking to uh, enter the working world, sorry about that, Adam. That's okay. Um, you can I'll start get a your job one day. Yeah, someday. You can start your free trial at uh, today at squarespace.com/dudesoup, and you can even use our offer code dudesoup to get 10% off your first purchase, which is pretty cool. Uh, if you sign up for a year, you get a free domain, so you can uh, you can do beanie space. Don't take beanie space. Now I want that. <laughs> I just want to put up pictures of all the beanies in the division. I'm trying to make my dude look as dumb as he possibly can. That's my goal. It's probably a <laughs> website for beanie babies. Oh yeah, beaniebabies.beaniespace.space. 
So if you if yeah if you want to brag about your beanie ba- beanie baby collection, mm-hmm. you just go to squarespacecom soup. Tell them we sent you. Tell tell all your beanie babies. Carl, Otis, Milo, Tom, Thomas, mm-hmm. Thom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep going. I'm listening. Yeah. Where's Where's Marley? Marley! What the fuck are I don't you know, talking I don't about? Know. I just imagine somebody going and talking to their beanie babies and listing them off one at a time, and then there's just one empty space with maybe like a little oh. dust ring around it. Oh, I who see. took Marley? Oh, that's I don't know the scenario you played gotcha. out in your head. Yeah, I didn't tell anybody. I don't know, man. I don't know. I haven't slept a whole lot lately. Yeah, I'm really tired. Lately. Playing the division. Playing too much. Man, I tell you, you get a fucking mission going and you can't stop. It it, it got it got it's got hooks in me more than Destiny. Ever I was gonna did. say the um. Similar. I know. Everybody's so cut in Hitman universe. I know. Why are they suspicious of me? Anyway, um, I was gonna say it does remind me. I remember the first game that like started kind of doing this. That I would say is probably more apt to our audience is uh, Borderlands. Oh yeah. Which was basically just Diablo, but it's a first-person shooter. But yeah. I think that's that was a lot of people's experience with where they'd play a game and go. I'll do one more mission. I'll do one more. I'll do six more, twelve more, and then Destiny kind of built I'm on about that. About to level up, better. Level. Oh, so, I gotta spend this. Oh, I got a new skill. It's, it's similar to like mobile games, where yeah. like like uh, I got back into Marvel Puzzle Quest. Um, just because that's all you guys ever talking. No, shut up. <laughs> no, fuck that game. Um, but I like it. It's good. But there are times where you're like, fuck this piece of shit. I'll keep playing. Um, but that it's like. It, Mobile game developers are good at this. Mm-hmm. Um, They're figuring it out. Division game developers are good at this. Borderlands game developers are good at this. They know how to reward you and keep you going. Yeah. And that's just smart game design because that's you know what the business is built on. Because you don't want to play something and then walk away and go, well, I'm never playing that again. Because then you won't like, make any like money. Every time I play a MOBA. Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck this shit. Burn the earth. And out. please remember that whenever Division DLC or expansion packs or whatever they want to call it eventually comes out. It's probably going to ultimately be cheaper than if they asked you to buy the game again. That's a good point. Straight out of the box, and then you have to start over. Yep. I don't know. I could, I could also not buy it. Could you also could also not buy it. it. That's it would, true. It but that. I I'm. I. I think what I hope is, and I think this is what burned. In addition to hype, mm-hmm. I think what burned a lot of people on Destiny is it exposed those progression mechanics to a lot of players who didn't know. And in a weird way, this kind of. This kind of has me concerned about how good game developers are getting at, at like, triggering reward centers of the brain. Mm. I think Destiny was the first time a lot of players got a taste of that, like you said, mobile game progression. Mm -hmm. And once you get get hooked into it, you're like, I gotta keep going. I gotta get to max level because that's when the game starts. Mm -hmm. And then you get there and you're like, oh, I can just go to the Crucible now. It's just the same thing. Um, And then I feel like once you do that enough, once you've played enough MMOs, you start to realize that Playing for a goal is fine, but you shouldn't expect the world to change once you get there. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be more of the game. Yep. Um, and it's not that it's not that suddenly the the universe has opened up and there are now rainbows and sunshine. Where before it was just well, a grind. Going back, going back to the Marvel Puzzle Quest thing. Yeah, man. Um, you just get to the next. We're treadmill. all at different levels, so there's what four of us here that play it regularly now. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam is the just started. Little baby. I didn't just start. Little baby. You showing me your squad. Little baby you're Adam. You're, you just picked it back up again. I picked it back up. I didn't just start though. I've been okay, playing well, for like a year. Stars. Little baby. Um, but uh, then there's Joel and then Lawrence. They're all in different yeah. tiers of things. And then someone the other day came up and was like this this node, these nodes are so difficult. And I'm like, yeah. They are for me too. And I've I'm on day 850 whatever 
and I have consistently, right? Consistently, and I have five star characters, and like I have the strongest characters in the game. That note is difficult for me too, because that's how the game is designed to make to constantly push the ceiling up and never let you ever feel content or feel like you reached an end. Right, because their business model is not for you to beat the game. Their business model is for you to give them a hundred dollars. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but all right. So would you rather? Here comes Joel. Joel has something to do. Setups. Not just Marvel, but any game. Would you prefer? Damn it. The Pete, you Matt bailed. He was looking for an excuse to get out of here. Would you prefer a game that? The way that I feel about this game, Marvel Puzzle Quest specifically, is that you make a lot of progress and you plateau for a long time. You make some progress and you plateau for a long time. Would you prefer that, where you feel like you're doing a lot and then a little, or very slow, steady gains? See, but for me, it is slow and steady gains. Well, that must I, I be think, nice. I think, I think <laughs> you are viewing the plateaus in too small... You're viewing it with, uh, with binoculars on, but if you step back, you would see that it is... It is still constantly arising. Mm-hmm. It may not be to the pace because you're not controlling the pace. Get that one three-star cover every day. It's not. That's your, yeah, that's your slow pod. But, I but I, that's my problem is I can't get it every day because I'm not able to. But I can. And so it's a slow. Like it's you get to that point with the game. Yeah. So right now it's oh you get a couple here and there. In the meantime you get your two stars. You get your other stuff. You're building stuff up. And then this is just. But for me now I've gone past that point. So then they've managed to figure out a way to keep me slowly gaining things because I can't gain things in other places. So then I gain things that are meaningless now to me now, and then there's other little things where like, a four star here, a four star there. I'm just saying, it's shifted for you, so. Well, do the meaningless (laughs) gains for you help you hit the more meaningful gains? Because for me, like the the meaningless gains still help me a little bit, but it, I don't know. Well, I'm not getting them. It's the definition of meaning and meaningless has changed. So, so basically, for you, meaningful is mm-hmm. what? what? Getting a three-star character that... That I have. That you have? Yeah. See, for me, I have all the three-star characters. Right. So I just got, I just got a three-star cover the other day that I just sold. Because so, I couldn't use it. So, but, but for you, a meaningless gain is getting a four-star character that you have, but you don't really need. Like, a shitty four-star character. Uh, it's not meaningless. It's less valuable than getting a four-star character than I actually want, and that could be useful to me. But... I get three-star characters all the time that are meaningless. Mm. So it, I'm just saying that it, they've crafted it in such a way that it just changes. It changes, and you don't even realize that it's changed. And now you're chasing a different dragon, but yeah. it's moving just as fast as the old dragon. I will say, like the the rewards that you get, like for the meaningless shit uh-huh. in this game, you can sell it and get little pennies on the dollar, you know? You get small, yeah. like, small little currency bits and pieces. Yeah. The thing I liked about a lot of the other games that I've played, um, is that if you were given a reward of something that you couldn't really use, you could sell it for a variety of different things, whether that's in World of Warcraft or in Diablo, you could disenchant things and like for the raw material, or you could sell it for currency, or you could trade it for something else, and you can't really do that. You can't, like, say... What I would love in Marvel Puzzle Quest, for example, is if you acquired five one-star cover one-star covers, you could trade it for a random two-star, co- a random two-star cover. Or five one-star covers, you could trade for a specific one-star you'd never cover. give the game money. That's also the champion system. It is doing that, to a degree. Yeah, but you don't get to direct it. There's no choice there. Well, I mean, yeah, choice because like Adam said, they're trying to get you to play. They're trying to make, they're trying to make you yeah. play for long enough <laughs> that you look at it and you go, I guess ninety nine dollars isn't that much money to spend on this. Like, like uh, that's that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get yeah. you to that point, and it's a very very slow massage. Yeah. 
Um, they're not trying to get you off, but they're gonna keep that erection going for yeah. as long as possible. Just, just stiff enough. Just no. stiff enough. I, I don't think that the, to tie it back, I don't think that the division or destiny ever really got to that point. Yeah. I think they still understood you paid sixty dollars yeah, yeah. just to get here, yeah. so we're gonna give you something. Well, but one small tweak would. But we there. shouldn't be surprised. Moral of the story is we shouldn't be surprised if you see these things start creeping up more yeah. and more and more and more. So instead of instead of relying on a mobile game to reward you for all your time, why not give Loot Crate some money every month and get a box full of stuff that you'll know you'll like? I'm a good salesman. Like what? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> like what? I'm glad you asked, James. This the uh, this month's theme is versus, celebrating some of the greatest rivalries in pop culture. We got Dark Knight versus the Man of Steel, Alien versus Predator, Spock versus Mirror Universe, Spock, Daredevil versus Punisher, and Harley Quinn versus everybody. I don't quite understand that. Man, Harley Quinn's a weird character. Is there a Paul McCartney versus Mick Jagger uh, dancing in the streets rivalry? Absolutely. I'm losing him. I'm losing him. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Let me tell Where's you. Where's Pete? Where's Pete? <laughs> Kids nowadays love McCartney, uh, David Bowie mashups. Oh, boy. Wait, it dancing in the street. It wasn't was, McCartney. Yeah, we don't need. Oh, you're right. It was, it was, it was David Jagger. Bowie and Mick Jagger, yeah. Yeah, we don't need Best two corpses friends. dancing around. Oh. Get it? Wait, yeah. Boy, Mick Jagger's looking good. I don't know how he moves like uh, Jagger. Marionette strings. Uh, so for twenty for less than twenty dollars a month, you get forty eight items that include licensed gear, a parable, collectibles, unique one of a kind items, and more. Um, and if all that all that sweet versus swag has got you interested, please go to lootcrate.com/dudesoup and enter our code dudesoup to get three dollars off any new subscription. Uh, if you want the versus box, you have to sign up be before the nineteenth at nine p.m. because that's when it rolls over to the next month's theme. So once again, that's lootcrate.com/dudesoup and enter code dudesoup. To get three dollars off new subscriptions today. Thank you for your sponsorship, Loot Crate. Um, finally, uh, on the subject of paying a lot of money so people send you things in boxes, I would like to discuss privilege for a moment. Okay. And the fact that Elise, 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 did the best thing over the weekend. No, no, Joel, you stay. You stay. You're more privileged. You're no. This is you're your privilege. You're the most privileged of any of, of any of us. Happened. I don't know. Use the real Wait, we're rotating out. I have, um. Thank you, Joel. I have post nasal drip about six <laughs> percent of the day. So, Elise, I understand that that you tried out a particular subscription service over the weekend. Maybe not subscription, but. We did. Uh, we, uh. Dialed we used, up some slave labor? We used sound? the Amazon cleaning service just so we could do a kind of like quarterly refreshing of our apartment. Your parents are coming, yeah, and, and we, we said, we thought this you would know, be a time to freshen and up. And in typical Elise fashion, before they arrived, she was cleaning up. I clean up when your parents are coming. No, I'm just saying, before the cleaners arrived, you were cleaning up. I was putting stuff away. Well, they don't put your stuff away. How do they know where your stuff goes? I mean, it's like brushing your teeth before Man. you go to the dentist, right? Found <laughs> the trash bags. Anyway, so they Man arrived. The people. They are. They arrived to uh, clean our our small humble apartment, and. Um, <laughs> Our cleaners came, <laughs> and uh, so to set the, like uh, you guys were doing your taxes, right? We were doing our taxes. So essentially, you're like, you guys take care of the menial labor we're too good for. We're gonna count all of our money, basically. Yeah, I want to stack all of my gold up. We leave the papers lying yeah. around too, so they see. Well, how'd that tax document get in the oh, microwave? Oh, could you grab that for me? Um, <laughs> Don't no, look at it, but we, you can uh, if you want to. There's a lot of money on that. But we we were cleaning, and this is kind of a unique thing for us. We don't have a cleaning service. We've we've at one one time before when we lived in a different house with roommates, we uh, we got a Groupon to clean, basically part of that house. Um, but that that's the only other time we've our experiences with cleaning services. 
And so we were trying to mold it. Well, we're not just going to stand there and watch them. We tried to keep ourselves busy. Sure. And they were, we have hardwood floors in most of the apartment. And there was a very nice woman who was mopping those floors. She swept everything up and she was mopping them real good. Um, my review for the service was positive. Very happy with what they did. Was well, she mopping with one hand and looking at a picture of her poor destitute family in the other? <laughs> yeah. They, uh, yeah. It was a drawing. Uh, because yeah. they don't have they cameras. They can't afford a camera. That's um, but, they, uh, they weren't supposed to show up until like 2 o'clock though, and they came around 12, which is, which is fine, you they, know, we they, weren't doing anything. Yeah, they were a little early. at the time, I had had, oh, I had been cooking some bacon in the toaster oven. As a rich, as a rich person uh, does. Because I have yeah. bacon every Saturday and Sunday. Yes. I actually just went to the doctor and she told me I need to cut back on my red meat. Did she? Take. Oh, yes. no. You sure you don't have an iron deficiency? Wait. Wait. Eating red meat. Gives you iron. It does. I, it's a long story, anyway. But so I was making bacon as I as Ooh. I am want to do on the weekends. Ooh. Adam's and, murdering uh, people. Sorry. I keep in mind I like my bacon extra crispy. Of course. Anyway, so they showed up, but I was eating my bacon Fuck. while they were cleaning. Uh huh. I'm a hitman. Yes. And then and what she's happened, Elise? Cleaning the floor. Somebody's studiously cleaning. She's cleaning the floor while you're counting not, all of your money. Not three feet away, on your expensive computers. I dropped my bacon. Oh! Elise dropped her bacon, oh. which, because it was so crispy, hit the floor and shattered <sighs> into a bunch of pieces. And I looked at that, I looked at Elise, and then I looked at the woman who was cleaning the floors three feet away. Mm -hmm. And then she looked at us, and then she looked at Benson. And Benson she, laughed. And then, and then Benson then looked at the moon. Benson <laughs> went for the bacon. Um, no, it was just a comedic moment that I was lucky enough to observe, because the fact that Elise was able to drop bacon on a floor that someone, and it's like, on the one hand, at least she hadn't cleaned that part of the floor yet. Sure. On the other hand, it almost seemed like, fuck it, she hasn't yeah. cleaned this part of the floor yet, let's yeah. throw bacon all over. Just knock a garbage can over. Yeah. So, and then just stare at her dead in the eyes, what are you going to do? But <laughs> it was funny because I immediately saw the look on Elise's face. I think I, I, think I typed terror. a message, because we were at the computer, and I typed a message and that said, like, you just dropped bacon on the floor, and, and, I don't know that she ever saw the message because she was just like this. I feel like, so bad. Like but I mean, I picked pieces. it off. I wasn't yeah. going to make. She her was picking up the pieces with one hand, putting it back on her plate, just with her hand, just her face covered. And I'm sure they didn't care, but to me, I, I'm glad that at least I was able to observe that moment because it was a beautiful moment. It. Uh, I, I love those moments, and maybe this isn't how you took it, but in my own head, I'm reworking it to make it as tragic and terrible as possible. <laughs> and the way I'm framing it is. You were counting up all your money, eating delicious food, mm -hmm. and then some of it happened to fall on the floor, and you're just like, ha, mm -hmm. ah, I don't care. You can't hold bacon and money at the same time, <laughs> you so you take, drop one. Yeah. You take your foot, and you slide all the bacon yeah, across the rest of the floor. Grind it a little bit up. And Lord knows if I wanted more, I could afford it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then you are, so whenever you want. And since you have bacon in your mouth, you start drooling, so then you also <laughs> spit on the floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Man. And then you run away, and you you think it's funny, but you're also kind of uncomfortable, so you're laughing. Mm -hmm. And then I start cleaning with them. Yeah. Then, uh, you're like, this is fun! <laughs> we were also wearing uh, t-shirts, and mine said white, and hers said people. Oh, nice. Boy. And so, <laughs> you, you know, started when, dancing. Just, when we looked at them. I just like the movie, the Adam Sandler movie. That's what? funny people. Yep. That's funny people. It's, it's also, you could people. also call it white people, though. I, um, it just reminds me of an incident that, like, there, there are certain earth-shattering moments of like, holy shit, I have it pretty good. Uh, I'm not saying that that was this moment for you. <laughs> Maybe it should have been, but for me, uh, there was this, so there's this, there's this, uh, barcade downtown called 82, and it's all, like, 80s decked out, expensive cocktails, they have functioning arcade cabinets from the 80s and stuff. 
And, uh, one time I took the bus downtown, and the bus started dropping me off, like, on the west side of downtown, had to walk across downtown to get to the arcade. Not a big deal. But on the way, I crossed some colorful characters. Nice. Some, uh, some not-so, not uh, homed fellows that maybe were homeless, perhaps? Not yeah. so homed. Um, one of them was just kind of, just like, kind of stumbling through the street, like, staring at the ground. Shamblin got that old man shamble and I was like gosh uh, It was it was like he had a, a National Geographic face. So like, I can feel every moment of sorrow. He's ever felt uh, Oh boy. I wonder what he's thinking about. He's thinking about how he got he got fucked over by his business partner and Jip cheated at everything he loves and then his wife left him ran away with his business partner He he was not a good father to he's working too much. He's got an estranged daughter He hasn't talked to in 20 years, and he's wondering what she's up to right now This is and all he, while you're going to a video game theme bar. I'll get there. Okay, but yes uh, And I was like gosh boy He must be thinking about what she's up to and just wishes he could say he loves her and just apologize Just one last time and then he's like he just stops for a second. He's like oh the emotions got the better of him He's been overwhelmed and then all of a sudden you just see like I just see a puddle start he to spread out. No. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, he's pissing himself." Mm. He just stopped so he could piss himself. Oh, oh boy, he's. I mean, this isn't a romantic scene at all. He's probably just mentally handicapped and like tossed out of care because nobody could pay for it. Ugh. And here he is, just pissing on himself because no one else, uh. no one else is here to help him. Mm. Not a happy ending. And then, and then I um, set one foot in front of the other and strutted off to a bar where I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Street Fighter. Yeah. Is that pinball? <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then Jake's um, called the powerpoints or whatever. Basically, yeah. Because discs of Tron was I, gone. And you're like, what is this bullshit? bullshit? Is bullshit! No, I, 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 I thought you were going to say that he looked at you and said, are you from Inside Gaming? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely didn't happen. And then nope. he pissed himself. Yeah, I thought, I thought the story was going to end with, like, two beautiful children and a beautiful wife came running up and they're like, oh, there you are, glad to meet you on the street. And he's like, oh, hey, kids. And like, you yeah. see, like, oh, no, he's perfectly yeah. fine. He just looks different. It's like, I'm ready for the masquerade ball. Goodness, yeah. no. Nope. My costume is done. The world is not so, the world is not so romantic. Oh. Nope. It's just a oh. mentally handicapped man pissing himself while I paid $12 for cocktails and played video games from the 80s, because I'm privileged enough to do that. Um, similar story. While I was paying exorbitant, exorbitant, uh, exorbitant? exorbitant amount of money, uh, stupid money for CrossFit, I was doing that for a couple months. I was like, it was it was a good work. That was fun, but they would make you do they'd make you do laps around the building. This is also in downtown, kind of near Skid Row, where the the, the homeless uh, frequent. Uh huh. And uh, they'd make us run down an alley and around and around. And one time, we're all running around, and there is a homeless gentleman um, with his dick out, swinging it around, just meat spinning it. Helicoptering? And we all turn around and run the other way, and we come back. And the gym coach this is one of the many reasons why I don't like CrossFit. It was kind of a dude, bro. Was like. Like, uh, you guys came running from the other way. I told you to go the other way. What's going on? I'm like, there's a homeless guy swinging his dick around. He goes, oh, that's totally justified. Oh, well, that's good. He's yeah. doing his uh, kettlebell swings. Yeah. So, well, so then, well, that's what he pretty much says. Like, now let's do those crab walks. And I'm like, okay, neat. So, so uh, I'm you tired. don't like CrossFit because it compromised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Nope, we're done. I feel really bad about this podcast. Yeah. I'm sorry. I wanted, I wanted Adam to uh, to finish his story. What's no, there to feel, feel bad, bad about? about I'm really tired. So I'm doing my. The human body's stupid. You it's gotta really wrap this dumb. up. I'll One tell sentence. really quick. I lay there in bed. And I'm like, okay, I'm trying to wake up earlier. We lost an hour. I stayed up late playing the division. I'm like, I need to go to bed. And so the body goes, you gotta go to bed. Time to freak out. Yep. And so you just lay there awake, going fuck, and then you 
fall asleep, and you get two hours of sleep, and you're just tired, and you don't talk during the podcast, and you ruin it for everybody. Also, hey there, Adam. Hitman, not a great choice for the podcast. What do you mean? What do you mean? What's wrong with it? Well, we didn't get anywhere. Yeah. We're still in the same place. Who cares? That's, background noise. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, Jesus I, Christ. I, I wasn't doing anything on purpose. Like, hey, Adam, it's your brain. Trying to go to sleep? No problem. Let me just run down the list of all the things you hate about yourself. Yeah. Uh, see, sleep tight, you, buddy. Did you see that, James? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> it's a hitman. Oh, I got over. Get up! Look at this. They're like, look, he's a hairdresser. He's, he's just a do. cool man. Stop, I, think, I think you were supposed <laughs> to go. It kept saying opportunity reveal. I know, but I couldn't hear anything. I'm pretty sure you were supposed to go. Yeah! <laughs>